Hi, and welcome. You're listening to Trustees Without Borders, a podcast production of the Virginia Tech Institute for Policy and Governance. I'm your host, Andy Morikawa, coming to you from the IPG studio on the campus of Virginia Tech. Joining me are the interviewers for today's show, Helena Jow, Lindy Cranwell, and Courtney Sermonek. Helen, Lindy, and Courtney, would you please introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hi, I'm Helen Ajao, originally from Nigeria, and I'm a graduate student from the Department of Instructional Design and Technology, and I'm also the IT lab assistant for the School of Education. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lindy Cranwell. I'm from Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm a doctoral, part-time doctoral candidate here in the Planning, Governance, and Globalization program. I do have a master's in global and international education, but my PhD research is focused on um, higher education in particular and how faculty members engage in comprehensive internationalization on campuses. Hi, I'm Courtney Sermonek. Um, I'm an MFA candidate in the Theater Directing and Public Dialogue program, which is all about how theater um, serves as a community building tool. I'm also a master's student in the Urban and Regional Planning Department. I'm really excited to be here with you all. Thank you. Uh, Our interview guests, six of the 28 scholar educators from Pakistan on campus at Virginia Tech, are participating in the Virginia Tech Teaching Excellence and Achievement Program for Pakistan, a program of the Virginia Tech Language and Culture Institute. And here to tell us about the program, Uh, is Alice Dong from uh, the Language and Culture Institute. Alice? Yes. Hi, um, I'm Alice, and I'm the coordinator of this um, Pakistan Tea Program at Language and Culture Institute. We like to call it a tea program. Tea is for um, teaching excellence and achievement. And actually, this is our second year that LCI is hosting this program. So this program is provide, um, provided by the provided by the U.S. Embassy in Islamabad, Pakistan, and funded by the U.S. State Department. Our participants uh, here use the opportunity to develop uh, expertise in their subject area, enhance English and their teaching uh, teaching skills, and enhance um, and increase their knowledge about the United States. It is a six-week professional development program. This year, we have 56 high school English language teachers from across Pakistan. So the first five weeks, our participants receive academical, academic uh, training at Virginia Tech campus. And then they will spend another one more week in Washington, D.C. for more cultural exposure and uh, official meetings with the State Department, Pakistan Embassy, and the Pakistan um, diaspora community. So the, um, the participants here are expect to use their knowledge they gain here at Virginia Tech into their schools and their communities back to Pakistan. And we will always keep in touch with them after they finish the program and learn about their successful stories back home. Okay. Thank you for holding us today. Yeah, thank you, Alice. Um, And now I'd like our guest educators to introduce themselves. We can begin here, Aisha. 
इट्स आयशा दारिक आई एम फ्राम कराची कराची इज़ अ बिग सिटी ऑफ पाकिस्तान आई आई एम एन इंग्लिश लैंग्वेज टीचर टू सेकेंडरी क्लासेस आई वर्क एट आखान स्कूल नेटवर्क दैट इज़ अ फाउंडेशन स्कूल एट वर्कस फॉर द एजुकेशन ऑफ द ब्लेस्ड एंड द लेस ब्लेस्ड स्टूडेंट्स सो दैट्स अबाउट मी हाई आई एम अस्का किरण आई एम फ्राम पंजाब पाकिस्तान and uh, i am working as sst teacher sst means senior school teacher and in government school since uh, 2011 and i am also working as expert trainer to train the teachers uh, for their professional development and i am also a student of uh, ms and i am pursuing my ms biotechnology uh, in virtual university pakistan hi this is umair zafar and um, i am from islamabad pakistan islamabad is the capital of pakistan and uh, i am working as a senior teacher of english um, in islamabad model school for girls um, uh, which is actually um, situated in federal area of pakistan and um, as far as my education is concerned i have done mphil in american studies from qaidazm university islamabad and i have done bs honors in english language and literature from islamic university islamabad thank you Hi listeners it's Raj Kumar from Sindh Pakistan uh, I have been serving uh, as high school teacher from last one decade in rural areas of uh, Sindh that is called Badin district no doubt uh, our area is cyclone hit flood hit and quake it also but uh, I have a motto to promote education uh, to my students to the underprivileged areas I have done ma- masters in education and expecting to have admission in mphil in upcoming years thank you for listening me hi <coughs> uh, rahil akhtar is here uh, f- first i would like to thank uh, you andy and the other uh, interviewers to have uh, us here uh, i am working as uh, english teacher in islamabad model school for boys Uh, in islamabad basically i am uh, from district mandi bahaudin of punjab province but i am working in our capital uh, so we are trying to um, serve our country uh, in best possible uh, way thank you hi listeners this is samiullah from dhai khan khyber pakhtunkhwa pakistan i am a secondary school teacher and i work in a public school which is a uh, which is in the surrounding surrounding of a very backward area uh, usually my students are not uh, uh, performing well in english and that is my uh, the aim of my teaching that i try my best level best to teach them the grammar and the structure of the uh, english as they may perform well uh, as far as uh, uh, my experience is concerned i have been teaching since last 7 years and i have been a teacher trainer for the newly inducted nts teachers as well right thank you so much uh now i'll turn over the program to our interviewers uh courtney sermonek helena jao and lindy cranwell okay um, before we move on to the main question i'd like you all to individually describe your teaching interest okay as a teacher i do believe that innovative teaching is an essential part of my scholarly aims teaching is a highly important component of my academic career in my pursuit of excellence in teaching my philosophy is characterized in the following points 
be well prepared to present the course material motivate the students by providing them the practical examples of the application of the subjects interact with the learners and be receptive to their feedback thank you uh, my interest to make my students uh, independent as uh, we have uh, um, very uh, different environment uh, as compared to uh, america and uh, so we are uh, most teaching uh, is focused on um, teacher centered so and uh, we have a bulk of uh, curriculum and subjects in our school so um, mostly it happens that our students uh, are fed up um, by these so i always try to uh, make my student um, convenient um, and make try to feel them free Uh, while in the classroom so that they can um, develop their interest in study and they can themselves uh, start uh, learning and try to move forward as far as uh, teaching interest is concerned uh, i i personally believe i personally think i personally want i personally wish to have technical skills to have uh, every kind of multimedia like projectors led screens Uh, you know gadgets uh, because uh, technology is boosting uh, day by day this is the fundamental uh, need of the time uh, as the americans are have been using for long term in our areas uh, there are no doubt uh, we are deprived of so many uh, gadgets and uh, other facilities but uh, government is taking a positive initiative to promote uh, not only academic but technical education too in our area so it's my personal will uh, being a teacher of computer science uh, and i i wish to have more and more technical skills uh, besides uh, academics session also thank you very much um as far as my teaching interest are concerned um um i like interactive classes Uh, i'm not such kind of a teacher that uh, make the students sit in their chair and do not interact with each with each other i like interactive classes i like my students to interact and to participate in the lesson which ever is going on and um, uh, another part which i really want to say that um, uh, study is not the only um, thing which the teacher is going to make the students good at there are many other aspects which um, which a uh, teacher can work on i want my students to become good citizens to become uh, to become uh, to become useful citizen um, part of the society to become uh, such kind of person so that they can make their life easy and the life of other person easy as well that's all uh i want to develop the skills of how to learn not what to learn in my learners so i want to make them independent learning learners and i want to involve them I love inclusivity like I I want every part I every learner to be a part of learning I want them to participate actively so I am doing an action research on them as well I am uh, I have recently uh, like I have submitted my uh, action research uh, um, thesis on it uh, how to create an inclusive environment and how a, an inclusive classroom looks like so i am a trainer as well so i am helping and supporting my colleagues and other teachers as well that how they can make their uh, classroom inclusive so i i am working on it 
For me, the teaching interest is the students' individual styles of learning. Every student, as an individual, has its own capabilities, his own needs. A teacher must uh, be able to modify his uh, plans or his strategies according to the styles of the learners. Of course, it is a two-way business. It is not a one-way communication like uh, the way they learn best is uh, should be the guideline for the teacher to to plan and to modify the plans or adopt or adopt the strategies whatever she has learned in her professional life uh, uh, it, the, the plan should be tailor made uh, for the learners and it is according to my experience that uh, we deal with a variety of uh, we have diversity of students and their, their learning needs are different from each other so they, they need some different strategies to be brought to them thank you very much you all have great teaching interests like uh, i've gained a lot so now to the main question and you mentioned media and i'm so um, excited to hear that the government is taking the initiative of improving the technology of edu um, as regard education in your country so i want to ask is media incorporated in your teaching do you make use of media in your classroom actually uh, we don't uh, have like print media and electronic media they are not incorporated in our educational system but in uh, metropolitan cities like Karachi Islamabad Lahore they have been using uh, like uh, animating animation boards like uh, AVAs and some other equipments that are useful for the students but in backward areas in rural areas there are not these facilities yet installed. Government is taking initiative, no doubt, uh, to provide uh, basic uh, facilities like LEDs, projectors. In uh, last decade, we had slide projector, but now we have uh, multimedia projectors also installed in various schools. But uh, this type of media, like uh, print and electronic, they are not incorporated yet. And no doubt... Uh, Social media is only uh, rare case. In rare cases, we use uh, like to uh, send emails, like to send files to the students who have been using uh, these types of tool in in our schools or at their home places. Uh, so I think um, being a part of media uh, is not uh, fully incorporated uh, by the local community or by the students and teachers as well. Thank you. Uh, this is something I would like to add something more uh, to the uh, what Raj has said about it. Uh, like in Pakistan, and there are uh, some schools where uh, all the uh, all the facilities are provided, uh, but uh, in some schools uh, there are no facilities at all. But I think that uh, uh, in my school uh, there is a, a well-equipped computer lab, and I make use of it for my learners, for my students as well. I usually take them there with the permission of the computer in charge to take the class uh, as uh, I, have I have found it that uh, my learners take greater interest uh, by learning through uh, media. Mm. And uh, even uh, uh, apart from that, uh, I usually use Facebook uh, as a uh, social media uh, to remain in contact with my students uh, whenever I am in home or on vacations. Uh, students uh, interact with me through this social media like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
I want to add that every school in Punjab has uh, almost every school has computer lab very well equipped and in, with internet connection and all of us are using it with uh, with the uh, um, to in, to improve the learning of the our learners and I have also I'm uh, I have uh, already mentioned that I am a trainer so I have you I have recently purchased um, speakers Bluetooth speakers and uh, you know we can create uh, we are um, we are creating awareness in teachers that how they can create the um, materials by themselves like they have everyone of almost everyone have speakers in their um, home they can bring and they can use it and I am using uh, Bluetooth speakers and I can take my laptop with me and I can show them videos uh, I can share dif different videos in the form of groups so uh, if uh, and uh, I'm using this media this kind of media in my classrooms thank you very much thank you for all the response so what are the common you what are the common instructional media used I, I know you mentioned they are projectors, um, but you guys don't have printers and... Uh, in fact, uh, we uh, are limited, uh, we have limited resources. So we are using uh, whiteboards in our classroom. We use charts, we use uh, pictures uh, and such type of stuff we use. And we uh, try to uh, involve our students. Uh, so uh, aviators uh, are not as uh, as uh, that kind of uh, the aviators which the we have observed in American schools. But uh, whatever we uh, have and these sort of things are that uh, we use uh, there. Uh, uh, the reason uh, behind is that uh, other that we have a different concept of uh, classroom management. Mm -hmm. We want our student uh, silent. Uh, so we do not use uh, that type of multimedia uh, which uh, may, can make noise uh, and um, s sounds. So for uh, our uh, um, management, our ideal class is that uh, where there is no uh, noise and only teacher is there and speaking. So, but the teacher are uh, trying uh, their level best by using uh, such type of uh, media. Uh, which includes, I have mentioned that, whiteboard, charts, pictures, and these type of stuff. Well, I would like to add a point here. Uh, in Islamabad, in our schools, uh, there's another facility which is introduced uh, lately um, th that is called Smart Learning Program. It is basically um, a kind of program in which multimedia and projectors are used and in which all the lessons which are um, included in their in their in their textbook they're all like um, they're all like um, included in that program and the students they have chance to practice all the all their lessons through uh, through using that multimedia so in this way the students they are actually uh, getting knowledge of the technology as well they are not only learning their lessons um, of English for example rather they are all they're also getting the knowledge how to use that that technology so in this thing in this way the students they are getting more confident to just uh, to know about that um, about that technology stuff in Punjab, we have e-learn program launched by the Punjab government, education government. Uh, and in the e-learn program, they have uh, different, uh, you know, uh, um, grades uh, like one, uh, 1 to 10 or 12. And they have all the chapters in it uh, related uh, and videos on them, like one person is demonstrating and experimenting on the science and maths and um, make, giving examples. So. Uh, 
this is also very helpful for learners and they are liking it. It's going to be very popular in the learners now. The most common instructional media used all, all over the country is still the board. Uh, either it is blackboard and chalk or, or it is whiteboard and these temporary markers. Uh, the use of technology is different at different levels. Somewhere it is very advanced, but some at some other places it is still in the development process. So it is at different stages, but we are on our way to progress. So uh, the teachers are very passionate. They are uh, they are trying them hard to make most of the available resources, whatever it is. As as the participants have already mentioned, somewhere it is only only the projector, somewhere it is more more advanced, more technological. Like in advanced cities, it is even uh, the students can be involved in online activities. Like we have been using Khan Academy for, for learning maths or, or such kind of uh, online practice like uh, OD online, Oxford Discover online practice. These and the progress of the students are also shared via these forums to the teachers as well as to the parents. So it is different at different uh, places, but uh, we are on our way to, to making progress. Thank you. Uh. I'm not only a teacher, but I'm also a student of online education. As the question is concerned, I always uh, try to aware my student about LMS, it's called Learning Management System. Pakistan, Pakistan government is initializing uh, a program, has been executing a program from last year, 2018 or 19, uh, that is called DG Skills. Because these program enhances uh, not only uh, enhances the potential of the student or the uh, employee but they also polish their skills because at home uh, like virtual education uh, i always try to promote these type of stuff means uh, i have my own projector at my home my personal printer my laptop i used to take them to uh, to the school to get more and more hard copies for the benefit of the student because students uh, like watching uh, pictorial uh, images, like uh, colorful images, students take more and more interest to solve these activities. So I think uh, technical education are uh, having these types of stuff. Uh, you can promote education too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah to end all the questions about media. So I'm going to ask you all in general, do you think the usage of media generally is an effective method for teaching? Uh, of course, there is uh, no doubt in it. Uh, as much as uh, these tools, uh, we um, brought them in our classroom, our classroom becomes more uh, lively and it is uh, very effective for our uh, teachers. They are more involved. So um, unless we are, uh, uh, we are able to involve them, we can't uh, teach them. Uh, so we have to create interest for them. We have to make things easier for our students. As much as they are easier to understand them, they will uh, learn it uh, more quickly. And uh, media helps us uh, to um, make the things easier for our students. Okay. So if I will get you clearly, you're saying it helps your teaching and it also influences the learning of the students, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. So my next question is, how empowered are your students in the classroom? What is the amount of freedom 
they have towards learning. I know one of you mentioned you love <laughs> interaction. One said he or she loves um, yeah. their students being free. So I want to know more about that. Yeah, uh, the students in Pakistan have freedom, uh, but with certain limitations. Like uh, we have to cover the textbooks, uh, we have specific syllabus, uh, we have some other activities uh, which are required to complete by the end of the year as we have uh, the third party exam system which is called secondary uh, board of intermediate and secondary education so our students uh, have limitations uh, and they respect their teachers uh, and they have to take care of the classroom decorum uh, i know you were <laughs> talking about me that uh, uh, as a whole uh, we have uh, such type of uh, certain limitation as uh, sami has uh, mentioned uh, but uh, that's uh, I am trying to change uh, in my classrooms. Uh, I want to uh, give them freedom. I want to make them independent. And uh, sometimes I feel um, I face resistance from my administration as well that why are doing you such type of things. Uh, so overall, uh, due to these uh, limitations and um, from the um, administration and um, uh, the other reason is that our curriculum and the book subjects we have a bulk of uh, subjects at, at 9 and 10 grade we uh, our students have to uh, study eight subjects and in they uh, and those are eight subjects are different they at the same time they are studying chemistry same uh, biology physics math uh, social study uh, um, urdu literature english literature and many other things so w uh, if we will give them freedom as these um, students of america ha has so it's very difficult for us to cover our syllabi uh, syllabus and complete it Actually, because uh, there's another reason that we cannot actually experience that much freedom because we have actually um, huge number, huge classes, like large number, huge classes, and there are large number of students. So it's very difficult for the teachers to uh, become for the teachers to manage the classes with a lot of freedom, mm -hmm. like we see in America. B because I have I have observed certain classes, there are maximum I have like counted the students as well, like, like 28 students, not more than even 30. Then mostly they are like 16 or 15. Or maximum students I have observed a class they were like 28 so this is another thing which we have to see while we are we are giving we are going to give the autonomy to the students yeah but the students they uh, we try our level best to to make the um, this learning process really interactive because otherwise learning is not going to happen in the other way just one way I have a little bit of a follow-up so what what is the average class size then Average class size. Uh, I mean, as like compared uh, to the U.S. It's uh, like minimum like fifty yeah, students. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, minimum fifty students are there in every plus, class. Maybe. Yeah, fifty plus can be like uh, you cannot uh, like uh, maximum they can be like hundred plus or one hundred fifty like plus. I have one eighteen students. Wow, one hundred eighteen. Yeah. In six class. Okay. Wow. And uh, I have just got uh, the message. Uh, um, I think yesterday from my teacher that uh, we have divided the class into two groups now <laughs> because it is very difficult to handle them. Because sixth graders are very, you know, <laughs> difficult to handle. Mm -hmm. And then I do have one follow-up for Rahil. Yes. Um, so you had mentioned that the, that the administration sort of or, or the classroom culture is silence, right, from the students. and But you're interested in empowering the students. Um, and they, I think I understood you to say you get some pushback, I guess, from administration with this new 
um, freedom that you're wanting to give, but wh how are the students thinking about it? I mean, if they're accustomed to sort of the silent, yes, how I are they coming in into that? that? Uh, I am considered the uh, most favorite uh, teacher of the students, and this <laughs> is just because of this behavior, that I give them freedom, I am have very good um, bond with them, uh, and I want uh, to make them relax in, in the classroom. Uh, so that's why uh, they are, I'm, I'm trying to convince my uh, teach other teachers uh, as well. But uh, as um, um, Humera um, told that the administration has their own um, ob uh, observations and they have their own limitation. If they allow this, so it will not be possible for them to um, handle the situation and because there are bulk uh, of students and and though I give them freedom, but it is limited because in a, a classroom when you even a teacher have um, a very limited space to move, how that, uh, you can make them uh, to free to walk away in the classroom and to perform different activities. So um, there are, uh, due to these um, problems, uh, the um, administration also um, want us to um, make them uh, silent and uh, to keep ourselves limited to uh, in that type of education. Okay. Thank you. I would like to add again uh, regarding this question that our students have semi-autonomy in our classrooms. Okay. Like they have the liberty to participate in group discussion, in peer instruction, something like that, activities, uh, but they have no uh, full autonomy in uh, their classrooms. And teachers are also not familiar, like n lack of trainings maybe, and teachers are not familiar how to create a learning environment with activities. So we are working on it. Like I am, uh, after two years of trainings, I have been now some command on um, conducting activities. Uh, you know, I can now um, handle them after two years, seriously. And I was very active in trainings. I was very intelligent in trainings. But after two years of experience, I have got this, uh, you know, um, um, command on my skill. Okay, a, fol a follow up question. Now, the two years experience is it your two years of teaching? No training, years uh, getting training, face to face trainings. So, after two years of trainings, I have now some command on activity based learning. So, how a teacher, how can we expect a from primary school teacher that uh, five days of trainings or two days of training can make her or him a very good, um, you know, activity based teacher? How can it possible? So we need to deliver more trainings, program programs for the teachers. Okay, thank you. Now my last question. <laughs> uh, um, what are the learning theories you are most familiar with and how do you incorporate them into your teaching style? Well, <coughs> learning theories, um, I would say that um, Sometimes we actually use um, most um, pragmatism by, by John Davy. That is the theory in which class basically we are trying our level best to make the classes like student-centered. And, um, and 
earlier, like um, we have actually a background. This team, the classes were not like um, student centered. They were like teacher centered. Teachers delivering the lecture, and the students there, they are not allowed to um, to interact or to respond to any any question whichever comes in their mind. But now the uh, now the trends are changing, and uh, now um, uh, the the students, the teachers, they are trying their level best to to make the classes interactive, to make the classes student centered, in which the teacher is playing a role of a facilitator not the teacher is like the center of the class so uh, that's why even the art textbooks they are also changing there is a lesson like one or two page lesson but the as for exercises are concerned they are like like six and seven pages are um, devoted to exercise section so in this way the students they are getting like um, um, a huge number of exercises for their practice in which the students are um, actually involved in that process so pragmatism is the thing which uh, i am incorporating and i see the teachers around me they are actually trying to uh, make this theory work in their scenario yeah and there are uh, many theories uh, we have studied uh, but uh, uh, at the start i was uh, most f um, applying behaviorism in our classroom and be uh, skinner and apparent uh, conditioning such type of just to motivate my uh, students and now i blend it with uh, constructivism uh, and uh, vygotsky is uh, theory to make my uh, students uh, more uh, independent to give them more freedom uh, so that they can become a good learner uh, and i have limited my um, interaction um, um, role in the classroom and i want to um, try to give them more activities so they can learn by themselves and um, move forward Okay. Thank you. A follow-up question. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned two big theories, yes. behaviorism and constructivism. So I want to ask, do you incorporate other theories too, depending on the students you have or depending on the subjects you want to teach? Do you use other theories or are you just keen on behaviorism and constructivism uh, as uh, we have mentioned that we have limitations so we i just uh, got gesture from them that how i have to act in a, uh, my classroom and how can i make my students uh, more uh, active learners and uh, so by um, using different uh, sort of uh, thinking by giving them different uh, projects as i am an english teacher so i always try to uh, make my student busy in different activities and uh, i ask them to come with uh, different ideas to with different uh, activities and they um, start uh, creating and, and my students are different than the other students because they are just uh, following uh, the uh, teacher instructions and they have their and they are um, just uh, memorizing the notes of the teachers but uh, um, my students can create uh, write their uh, own due to uh, this um, technique because i do not dictate them that write this write this this so uh, they are more independent uh, in this art of learning okay thank you very much well i think we've touched on this next question a little bit but maybe we can um also expand so what information or particular skill from your time here in the tea program will you take home to use in the classroom and to encourage student learning uh, 
Well, um, from the tea program, actually, we have learned so many things. <laughs> it's difficult to sum up them and say. Um, I have observed like classes as well. I have uh, seen the schools how they are working, and um, the thing which which really inspired me, and which I really want to apply in my classes that uh, I um, I really want the examination system in Pakistan to change. Uh, because the examination system is like really strict in Pakistan. Like students have to go like three times in a year, and um, and they have to like memorize the whole book to go to pass the exams. This is something which I really want to change. I really, um, I want them. Even I have asked teach many American teachers here, and um, and uh, I, I come to know that they actually um, they actually uh, divide the whole book or divide the whole syllabus into different kind of assignments small small assignments and through that they assess their students through that there's no like a hard and hard and fast rules to uh, for the students to pass the exams yeah, yeah there are certain exams which are really like high stakes exams but but st still students have many chances to uh, to pass in one subject by by learning by practically the uh, implication of that subject this is something which i really want especially in english because the students they cram the book and they just reproduce the whole thing and this is not something this is not learning i really want my students to to learn by themselves to something which really motivate them to so that they can produce by themselves not by the examinations uh, we are more than excited and happy to be here uh, to participate in the teaching excellence and achievement program in the united states because you know that teachers are by nature life lifelong learners mm -hmm. yeah. and in this connection we are here and we are learning each and everything and we will take it back home and we'll cascade it with our colleagues and community as well uh, i just must uh, want to mention this that uh, which i have observed in uh, classrooms the first one the google classroom i hadn't uh, idea of this before and i observed that how um, teacher manages it in just he um, give uh, assessment and test on google classroom and the students uh, do there and and the other idea which i got uh, from the schools that was uh, about the presentations and the lecture we have lecture method in uh, pakistan and mostly we use uh, lecture method in our classrooms but the way uh, there i observed that uh, the teacher uh, gave them uh, just uh, blanks of the presentation handouts and then the teacher started uh, his lecture and the students were uh, writing notes uh, and, and getting notes of the front at the end uh, the teacher gave them questionnaire about that uh, presentations and the next day they had to come back with the answer of that questions and the the classroom observation uh, um, gave us a very uh, different ideas and so I, if i'll start telling them all uh, it will take a time uh, so uh, definitely uh, we are thankful to uh, us uh, state department and uh, relo office that they gave us uh, this opportunity and we we have got a lot from uh, the school observation and especially to Dr. Wafa and the here, uh, team of LCI uh, who um, gave us chance to visit uh, here local schools and we are learning a lot from it. Yes. Many things uh, have been observed, experienced here, uh, but I think a couple of things I would like to, to be changed in our environment. Uh, that is called uh, from teacher center to the student center. 
I want this change in my schools. And one uh, one thing that I really appreciate here in the United States of America, that is the environment of the school, environment of the class. I really appreciate. I really like that having more and more stuff in the class, furnitures, you know, uh, all these types of attractions like charts, like the pictures of the heroes and something like these types of things, I think, uh, can attract the students as well uh, to uh, take active participation in every activity of the class, like having games. Uh, yesterday, I, I really uh, saw first time in the library of the school, Christenberg's High School, uh, that is called uh, Sorry. It is just like a game or, you know, something really interesting. It really, sh uh, really uh, you know, made me proud to have these kind of stuff in our school, in our educational system. Thank you. Well, we are learning a lot from the guest speaker sessions, but uh, what uh, I have uh, learned from classroom observations here, I would like to mention Ms. Harman from Christenberg Middle School. Um, we have uh, a lot of assessment at our country, but that is assessment of learning. But the assessment can be used as assessment for learning also. And that I learned from Ms. Harmons. Uh, her class starts with a small quiz. That is how much the students have learned uh, from the previous class. And then she builds the lesson uh, upon it. So uh, as far as assessment of learning is important, assessment for learning is also equally important. Uh, and that, uh, Ms. Harman, I would like to address her that I'm taking a lot from you. Uh, this is very important for the students as well as teacher to plan the lessons accordingly. Uh, if we if we can judge the students uh, how much they have learned and what is the area in which they are uh, they need more attention towards and then plan accordingly so so that could be very helpful okay so on the spot assessment yeah on the spot uh, small quiz assessments the results are then and there tabulated and then uh, she addresses uh, the things right there wonderful so uh, this is another question about what information and skill, but this time uh, I want it to be the kinds of skills or information that you are going to take home to build stronger relationships in the local community. Yeah, over here in our classrooms, uh, uh, I think we have learned a community building concept that uh, we have to make a strong relationship with our students, uh, not only but with the community as well, with their parents. Uh, we, ha we will have to remain in touch with the parents uh, regarding the status uh, or the position of their uh, children. That's why community building is very essential for better understanding of the people, better understanding of the students, and better understanding of the community as well. Thank you. Uh, all the stakeholders are very important in students' learning. It is not only the teachers, it is the school management, it is the student themselves. They should be given uh, the, the responsibility, the ownership of their own learning. So, so that is a key factor. And then the parents and uh, community as collective. Every, when all the stakeholders will 
join their efforts, will join hands to promote uh, education and to work for the improvement of education, then we can uh, uh, expect good results. Uh, we have uh, in our schools uh, that is called uh, PTA, Parents Teacher Associations. But the thing which uh, we uh, I have learned from here that smiles. And there are so many uh, welcoming attitude towards the community. When the teacher will transfer it to uh, their student, uh, it will automatically transfer to the local community. And so the welcoming behavior uh, is very much important to build a stronger relationship between your uh, students and towards their um, parents. And um, I, I hope that uh, this and uh, the thing which you, I have learned here, that this attitude, I am um, become more um, welcoming now. And so I definitely will share th and this attitude, which is different from um, our perception before coming here. And so we, I'll do practice it in my schools and with my colleagues. Okay, thank you. So. Um, what is the top pedagogical input from this program that you think you'll take home to help you in your role uh, and, your, and in your teaching methods? Um, I think uh, from the school observations, which I like the most or I'm very impressed by, it is the lesson planning of teachers. They are very well prepared. So I am going to apply this on uh, as far as my uh, myself and I will also encourage other teachers to uh, prepare their lesson plans as well so this is the most uh, top of the um, top skill which I have learned from here and there is another thing which our uh, English teachers uh, are teaching us and they are working a lot uh, on us uh, to uh, of, uh, incorporate in learning that how can we engage our students and um, we um, were familiar with uh, such type of icebreakers and uh, such type of stuff but uh, I, to be honest, I didn't uh, apply before it in my classroom but now uh, for, uh, in these areas I have been using almost daily and so I know I am uh, I Mm, think that it's very important in uh, classroom to make uh, student more uh, easier at their classrooms. So and to it uh, help us to involve our students more uh, in our lectures, in our um, uh, activities. So um, I you in this incorporating learning uh, and the other way of uh, learning, which we uh, did project-based learning. They have uh, told us uh, about it. We are doing, uh, today we um, exercise lesson planning and it was great to um, practice it within a limited time and by a, um, with a group work and uh, due to my uh, our limitation uh, we were unable to apply this uh, group work um, in a limited way mm -hmm. uh, but uh, now uh, I will try to make and um, bring it more in my class and to make my students um, to l make learning more easier for my students. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, how to give feedback that is very important on students learning on their projects on the way they deliver on their presentations uh, no matter how critical the feedback is the way you the, the way you phrase it the way you deliver it like appreciating the strengths and then 
uh, highlighting the areas of improvement and the way forward to it. So the feedback should be comprehensive, it should be appreciative, and it should be uh, guiding through the ways how to improve. Not what to be done exactly, but how. So they, it is very important. And we recently practiced it uh, in our sessions that how important is the feedback and how to incorporate that feedback. That's wonderful. Thank you. Did we have we had one more that wanted to? Uh, yeah, uh, I think the top pedagogy skill is uh, to interact with the learners actively and be receptive to their feedback. And I have practically, practically noticed it uh, during my school visit uh, at Auburn Middle School. I was taken to the um, to Miss uh, and Hannah Anderson, and I really appreciate her style and the skill that she was so actively involved in the learning process, uh, and she, she was uh, uh, accepting the feedback from the students as well. And I noticed that she was teaching the kids just like their mother. Mm. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I would like to add here that um, we have some excellent teachers at Virginia Tech who are helping us to, be, to become um, proficient English teachers. And um, I have actually come to know many different techniques uh, which I think are going to affect my pedagogical skills. And uh, one I would like to mention here is that um, uh, step up to writing. Writing is something which is really like uh, considered a critical um, uh, aspect in, in Pakistan. The students that they are good at reading, they, they are good at writing as well, but they, but they are scared to write by themselves. They are not good at creative writing. So here, Miss Karan, she has actually introduced such, a, such an amazing method, and which I really liked, that how to model the whole um, you know writing concept just by herself, and how to brainstorm, and how to um, just uh, organize organize the ideas. And this is something which is really inspirational. I, I'm really looking forward to apply that thing in my class because writing is you know challenging to uh, to organize the whole ideas which are coming into your mind, and how to organize them, and how to um, just uh, make them uh, to put them in limits so this is something which I uh, which I learned here and I'm going to yeah thank you thank you all such okay. wonderful um, answers so yeah. far um, so a beautiful thing I heard um, and I think I saw some group agreeance around it is teachers as lifelong learners so I'm curious what skills you think you might need or want to be a more effective teacher or community leader moving forward? Um, maybe specifically thinking about some of the themes that came up like inclusive learning environments. So skills you want to acquire moving forward or take on or learn more about. Yeah. Yeah, as far as community leaders um, are concerned, um, I think so the thing which we need, um, we have actually certain trainings in Pakistan and here as well, um, but um, we need a little um, freedom, maybe. And we need a little freedom to practice all the ideas, all the things which we are experiencing uh, here uh, and in our society as well. We need a little freedom to practice those things. Mm -hmm. This is the thing I think which if uh, we are given a chance, then we can perform better in our society. Just, uh, mm. The same uh, thing which the Hamera has mentioned that we uh, and here I have observed in the in schools uh, even that the teachers uh, are uh, um, 
free to make their lesson plans and, and the uh, objects of the um, sub lessons which are they are uh, making in it. But we have uh, our um, textbooks. We cannot go far behind uh, them. We have to uh, remain within them. And so uh, we need uh, a freedom in, in that uh, contest. And the other thing that we uh, need to be more communicator. We are, the teachers are less uh, communicative in uh, our country. We are uh, just limited to our classroom and to our contacts. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we will move um, more communicator, we have more communication with our uh, administration, with the parents, and uh, we wa uh, need to be more communicator uh, and be with patients. And that's the other thing that we shouldn't too much argue. Um, we, ha I even myself have habit just to uh, shut the mouths of the uh, our students and these uh, type of high things. And so we have to accept whatever uh, we should welcome their uh, feedback, whatever they are saying. And then we, uh, as we have learned here that our teacher never uh, reject our um, answers. Whatever we say, whatever we comment, they just, oh, yes, yes. And then with our uh, specific style, they tell us the correct thing. And this is the very um, uh, thing which we need to develop in ourselves to make a better community. Well, uh, teachers are not only teachers, but they are supposed to play multi-dimensional roles as well. Yeah, sometimes they are teachers, sometimes they are guides, sometimes they are supervisors, sometimes they are counselor to the students. Mm -hmm. So uh, once uh, when I was the head of a middle school, I was also the chairman of the Parent Teacher Association. And in order to overcome the issue of uh, less enro enrollment in my school, I even uh, uh, conducted uh, uh, enrollment walks. Yes, I went to the community and informed them that they should... Uh, uh, enroll their uh, children or their um, to the school uh, because uh, uh, I think uh, education is the only source of changing our lives. Thank you. By visiting Christianburg High School, uh, I really appreciate the attitude of the principal, that is Tony W. or something like his name was. Uh, being a male, uh, I really, I really like the session. I like the class of cosmetology, means makeup and hairstyle and everything in that school. It really impressed me a lot. These kind of changes I want uh, in my schools, in our schools, in our country. Marketing class, uh, like the uh, teacher, uh, she's really, really, really cooperative. Marketing class, automobile class, robotics. Uh, these are the uh, requirement of the current era. These are the requirement of the current age. Because uh, robotics, automobiles, self-learned. Uh, they, can, they can have their own business. They can have their own choice. Or they can have their own lifestyle in upcoming days after getting even matriculation, matriculation education. One thing uh, that I found in that school, that was uh, counseling. There were a couple of teachers uh, nominated as the counselor to counsel the issues like psychological issues or something like others uh, for the betterment of the student. I really appreciate this phenomenon. I really appreciate this environment of the U.S. schools uh, that I, I, I have recently visited. So uh, I think uh, positive uh, things are so many because uh, in this era, in this age, uh, students have, you know, naughty activities also. But to deal them with uh, politeness, to deal them with love, they can be a 
positive they can be a, a you know a favorable and fruitful citizen also thank you actually there is there is a lot of energies energy coming in the students Many students are full of energy so it's a, i think it's a duty of the teachers to or the parents to direct that energy into the right direction to channelize that so this is something which is and as far as i have noticed another thing uh, which my colleague mentioned that um, that administration play a role that we are not given certain lib liberties to um, to practice certain certain things um, but i have noticed same thing in american school as well they are not as we think they are not as given as much liberty as we think because they are also facing certain challenges because i think these things may be gone with the society I mean, uh, there there are certain things which are quite similar in American education system and Pakistani education system. Okay, I I have a follow follow okay. question. Okay. Now, as regards the freedom, so are you, do you need the freedom from the government or from the administration? Uh, freedom uh, from the administration, I think so. Not from the government. Government, I think so. Government make policies, but uh, government. Um, for example, if I'm working for my school, I'm I want to work for the community uh, which is uh, involved in my school. I don't need permission for the government. Yeah, I need the permission from my, from my school administration. Sometimes they don't allow me to mingle with the parents as I want to uh, interact with them. They want me to stay like to stay put, not don't don't get too much involved in that thing. Uh, Sometimes I even I have um, experienced certain things when I when I involved in such kind of things. Um, then uh, there are very certain uh, positive results um, are there because of that interaction. But the restrictions are basically from the school administration. Okay, and the, and do you think there is maybe the administration they have a limitation of why they are doing that? Why they hinder you guys from being free? Uh, in fact, they have a uh, limitation, and the limitation is about the uh, um, assessment, uh, annual assessment. Uh, as uh, we, uh, our administration think that if we'll involve our community more in our schools. So a teacher will be unable to um, give proper time to their classrooms because we have limited uh, teaching community. Uh, there is a lot of burden uh, uh, on teachers. They, uh, if there are uh, seven peers and sometimes teacher take seven peers mm -hmm. and they haven't enough time to uh, interact with other things. And, uh, m and the other, the, m the main problem is with our, uh, as mentioned that our uh, parents uh, don't like to be involved uh, in, into the schools. Uh, and uh, they, uh, if we have a uh, um, parents-teacher meeting, PTM, we call and we uh, held it uh, every month. Um, in, uh, it is held in our every, every month in our schools. Mm -hmm. But the response from the parents is very limited. Yeah. And it also uh, uh, discourages uh, uh, teachers that you are not getting uh, positive feedback when you are calling parents and they are not coming to schools that what will then will you do will automatically the uh, the administration um, spare some time for the teachers to interact with the um, parents and they are just waiting for uh, the parents and they are not coming so this is also the um, curriculum burden and the reaction of the community and the assessment because the administration are also uh, have to answer uh, what are the uh, output of the uh, students so um, they, that's why all right so w one one follow-up question again so do you mean that the government they have no say 
in the educational system. In fact, government, uh, the um, problem is there that uh, the, when the policies uh, are made, teachers are not being involved in that. Okay. Uh, teachers don't know what, uh, uh, where curriculum is designed, uh, where uh, from this uh, all con uh, concept is coming, uh, unless uh, teachers uh, are involved in uh, curriculum design and the education systems, uh, we cannot bring change. Mm. Uh, and teachers, uh, every um, two, uh, couple of years, uh, four or five years, uh, we see that the curriculum is changed, sometimes medium is changed, uh, and uh, the um, in inclusion of the subjects are not asked from the teachers, contents are not uh, discussed with the teacher, uh, and the teacher is the key in the education system. Uh, he, when the teacher will be consulted, and that uh, what should be taught in the classroom and how it is, and uh, uh, what should be the uh, contents, then uh, the things will be changed. The government is, uh, in fact, uh, um, we can um, you know, take, um, what you say, that is um, um, responsible in, uh, to this thing that they should um, involve teachers in curriculum okay. design. Uh, I want Thank to add so that much. government is making policies, very uh, nice policies are, you know, but we are getting uh, very good, you know, um, uh, leaders now. But uh, the thing is lack of awareness. Like uh, when teachers are implementing, uh, sometimes teachers are not all teachers are very well aware of uh, activity-based learning like uh, if we say activity-based learning, then not all teachers are aware of it. And if some teachers are aware and they are implementing activity-based learning, they are getting, uh, you know, criticism from the administration. Maybe the head teacher is saying, why your students are doing this and they are not learning. It means they are, uh, they are learning means they are quite they are silent and they are doing their work mm. from the textbook. Or sometimes if administration is okay, Parents have criticized <laughs> on the teacher that you have not given the homework, written homework. Oh my God, you are not a good teacher. So lack of awareness is the key factor. Uh, in our province, uh, we have school management committees uh, comprising of four to five members, even of the school and civil society. They look after the educational uh, criteria, educational requirements. And they mingle with the community also, uh, arrange rallies, arrange uh, awareness campaigns also to motivate more and more students. Because um, in our area, this that is mostly agriculture area. Means the, the parent, most of the parents are, you know, hand to mouth uh, person and they are especially farmers. So motivating them, uh, I think it's just like a tough task. But uh, we have been trying uh, for a long time to motivate, to enroll more and more students to educate them because this these uh, this is their fundamental right mm -hmm. so we have been uh, working on this also thank you actually uh, pakistani government is taking every serious step uh, to increase the literacy ratio of pakistan but i think that uh, the main reason behind it is uh, the perception of the policy makers and the reality on the ground mm -hmm. that uh, uh, that uh, reality on the ground is that uh, they, they cannot uh, achieve that uh, uh, success in the uh, uh, policy as it is made uh, by the policy it is made by the policy makers uh, and on the practical uh, there is no such uh, grounds that uh, they will follow 
and they will implement the policy in its true sense. Wonderful. So this will be our last question. We're nearing the end. Um, what's so wonderful is that I've heard from, I think, each and every one of you about personal um, interventions um, you've made in your own personal practices as well as in your communities yeah. um, for positive change within your, your local schools and perhaps in the broader school system across Pakistan. Yeah. So I'm curious, um, perhaps you could elaborate on, I think, Samula, you mentioned the enrollment initiative that you yeah. did in your middle school. Mm. Are there other success stories? Um, yeah. They could be very small yeah. um, or larger that you could share with us today um, about making positive change within your schools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have worked for uh, uh, in our uh, Islamabad, uh, though it is capital, but still there are um, the stu many students, um, children who are not in the school. So the government uh, launched a program that is called Out of S uh, School Children uh, Program. And uh, they asked uh, um, uh, our schools uh, management that uh, uh, go uh, outside schools, uh, work in uh, markets, in um, um, community to bring those uh, stu uh, children who are not uh, uh, in the schools. So uh, we work there. And there are um, uh, many small uh, about these uh, and the workshop where we went went and brought uh, students into the classroom. Uh, our is, um, um, department uh, um, prepare uh, uh, separate classes for them. Uh, in summers, uh, we had a camp uh, for the out of school children program because there were uh, uh, children of different ages uh, who were not familiar to the uh, school and education. And the basic uh, program was uh, designed for them to make familiar in, uh, them with the schools and, and, and these sort of thing. And the uh, books, bags and all things were given to them free uh, and uniform. Uh, so, um, and it uh, made difference. And uh, many, and there were uh, hundreds of students which were brought into uh, the school with the help of, and we uh, interact with the, um, our traders uh, who were in the markets and, and the union and traders. They helped us to point out the uh, ch um, child labor um, where they were working, and they helped us to uh, uh, talk with the uh, owners and the, uh, of the um, uh, workshops and, and th uh, that you should not um, hire uh, children um, for labor. So it helped us a lot. Um, I am uh, working as expert trainer and we are working with British Council. British Council is doing a project uh, which is named Peely. Peely means Punjab Education and uh, English Language Initiative. So we are trying to implementing activity-based learning uh, we are trying to introduce it uh, in our uh, government schools and also English as a classroom language because uh, uh, our all, almost all the subjects are in English. So uh, in whatever con uh, uh, language you are giving the content knowledge, you can use L1 to give the, to, to clear their concept, but to use English as a classroom language. So it is the project which I think, uh, which is very meaningful thing which we are doing with our education system now. Uh, from last couple of years, Sindh government has been taking positive initiative uh, for the enrollment of the students as well. 
that is called online enrollment at the database they have designed uh, for the uh, total to get the total ratio of the students uh, in the web portal for teachers they have installed biometric even in the rural areas uh, where there there are so many network issues but government has installed uh, these type of facilities uh, to commit the students uh, and the teachers to their uh, respective professions uh, sin government is especially taking positive initiative towards the girls education uh, they have been uh, providing uh, yearly stipend to the girls to promote uh, to catch more and more girls to get them enrolled in uh, our school system many of the positive things uh, have been already planned by the government and waiting to be implemented in the upcoming years thank you uh these initiatives were to bring the students who are uh, not enrolled in schools uh, like no child left behind or or out of the school children but the students who are already enrolled but they are not uh, uh, performing well or they are not getting the support from the parents we also arrange parent support sessions parent support session for the technology parent support session for the language or parent support session for for how to how to support the learning at home so these sessions are also conducted at school level and we are also conducting trainings and workshops for teachers as well just to make them aware of new uh, strategies and technologies as well very exciting um <laughs> thank you for ending on that note um so with that i want to thank all of our pakistani colleagues it has been a pleasure learning from you about your vital work as educators in pakistan and your rich experience here at virginia tech you've been listening to the trustees without borders interview with six pakistani scholars educators participants in the teaching excellence and achievement program for pakistan at virginia tech i'm courtney sermonek on behalf of my partner interviewers helen ajao and lindy cranwell Thank you for tuning into this podcast. It has been a pleasure bringing you um for this wonderful conversation with our Pakistani colleagues. Trustees Without Borders is a podcast production of the Virginia Tech Institute for Policy and Governance. Trustees Without Borders features leading researchers, teachers, practitioners, thinkers, performers, writers and designers all working to strengthen community capacity for innovation and creating change you can find an archive of trustees without borders interviews and other information at our website www.ipg.vt.edu until next time remember that as trustees of community we can all work without borders or limits on our ideas and aspirations without borders on what we think is possible to understand who we are as human beings to solve problems that help us achieve a just inclusive community that works for us all thank you all so much for being with us thank you thank you all thank you thank you, thank you. It's been a real pleasure yeah. <laughs> thank you really enjoy thank we are so you. thankful thank to you to ever say it's an honor for us it's an honor for us listening us exactly exactly